This is the prologue or announcement episode. Uh, did I say who I was yet? Hi, I'm CP. Uh, you aren't. Michael, what have you done? I was trying to help people. But the cure. It's a curse. Michael. Earth is on the edge of destruction. We cannot survive unless a way can be found to respond to the probe. The key to saving the future. Spock, you're talking about the end of every life on Earth. Can be found only in the past. We're going to attempt time travel. Sulu, take us home. Perhaps this will be easier if you tell me what you've done. How does it happen? Oh, so. You think this is coming back you? seeking forgiveness for what I've done, Father. I'm asking forgiveness for what I'm about to do. This Organized Chaos podcast is brought to you by Gems Art Studio. Gems Art Studio is an online store that allows access to prints that you can use for most anything, obviously as just a picture, or as a wallpaper, or as a bookmark, or anything you can think of. You can find Gems Art Studio at etsy.com slash shop slash gems art studio this podcast is also brought to you by listeners like you thank you hello and welcome to an our organized chaos podcast thank you again for choosing the single best episode of any podcast ever uh we are welcome to have you here uh, I'm joined by Bobby as always, uh, but I'm also joined by Hello. an old friend, CP. How you, Hi. How you doing, CP? I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm figuring out OBS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so horribly, horribly is what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you're listening and you're thinking about getting into the podcasting game or like video editing game, OBS is your best friend and your worst enemy. It is. Yeah. It is great and terrible all at once. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a Ferrari. Like it it looks like fun to drive, but you know you the upkeep is. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Devious and... at best. <laughs> Wait, who is that? Bobby? Bobby, you're here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hi. How, how are Hello. you doing, Bobby? Hey. I'm doing okay. Doing all right. Uh, luckily not feeling so drained, but that more on that later. No. Well, uh, well, I asked CP to be here because he's one of my oldest YouTube friends, and I thought it'd be nice to bring him on because, you know, gotta be social on this podcast, I guess. Okay. Uh, I think <laughs> I think you and I, or maybe not me to you, but I know you're my first YouTube friend, like the first person I was like, yeah, this this person doesn't seem crazy. They they <laughs> kind of have similar views. Let me. Let me ask this guy what's up. I, I I'm I'm certain of it. You're you're my first YouTube friend. Awesome. Yeah. I it's between you and Lindsay. I think I knew. Yeah. Maybe met Lindsay maybe like a week or two before you, but like yeah, it's not like we weren't we working on any ha- projects or anything. Like, yeah. We were all yeah, yeah yeah. What what produce? Get out of here. Yeah. Fuck. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what brought you to YouTube, CP? Mm. Uh, hmm. 
So I'll try my best to avoid the the, the crappy version. Um, I am well. I'm an out of. Uh, I'm not. I'm not retired. I'm just out of work. Uh, I'm an out of work stand-up comedian, mm-hmm. and uh, I got tired of the travel. I got really tired of you know wasting two days a week to go to or come from a job where i mean listen the hours are fantastic you're mm-hmm. working a total of maybe four hours a weekend and it's phenomenal it, it, don't let anybody tell you it's not uh, even even on a bad show you just you just wasted 45 minutes and now you're getting drunk it, mm-hmm. it's it's fantastic but i i i just I just wanted to, to, to stay home. Uh, and then I had a personal event happen where I, I lost someone close to me. And that kind of mentally shut me down. And uh, it, it, it took me a while to figure out what I wanted to do from a creative standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, it, it, I mean, how, how many people are so blessed to, to say something like, I get to do something that people wish they can do and I get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, 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 I remembered how lucky I was and I said, all right, well, let me take the same approach to uh, maybe trying something like this on YouTube because at the time YouTube was, was uh, perhaps as big it, it was it was at the tail end of my space and vine mm. where where yeah. there there yeah. was this big big you oh, know vine <laughs> mm, yeah be funny pre, in six seconds the pre-tiktok wow yeah 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 yeah, 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 mm. yeah, it's, yeah it's prehistoric tiktok that's exactly yeah. it <laughs> um and uh i i just uh because i i went to film school when i was younger and I, I I loved watching people talk about movies and stuff. And I loved saying, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wanted to I wanted to hone something. And my first idea for the channel was uh, who would like that, which is W-I-L-I. Mm-hmm. Uh and, and I went with that a long time until uh, I stopped caring about being in the middle because it, it's I realized that, you know, there's certain things that sell and right down the middle doesn't sell. Like if if you're in Hollywood, you're not you're not going to make a. Uh, a, 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 a well-dressed person with a buttoned-up shirt. You, you're gonna, you're gonna have an appealing person with 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 some flesh out. And uh, it, it it took me a little bit to figure out that you know being being straight down the middle with an opinion isn't isn't gonna cut it. So mm-hmm. I, I started leaning into uh, 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 some of the, the the funnier stuff, some of the stuff that 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 could be mocked. Uh, I mean, I, I had the comedy background and I was doing it all wrong because mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to play it straight. 
with with a with a comedic background and i'm like why am i doing this this is stupid <laughs> like yeah. I, I i have i have history in comedy and, and i'm and i'm trying to tell people that that jupiter ascending actually is a pretty decent movie if you if you just give it time and and uh you know i could not sleep <laughs> so you know it 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 became a a a ever evolving thing to where it wasn't so much talking about movies but you know just being excited it wasn't so much it wasn't so much reviews as much as it's what we're doing now I liked interacting. I, mm-hmm. I really, really liked, you know, bouncing ideas off of people and 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 hearing people's ideas and and collaborating and 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 doing fun stuff. My my wife and I we 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 try to do it our, at least once a year where where we'll 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 take a scene from a movie and emulate it, but like, you know, make it a little different. Um, I, I don't remember how we emulated it. I, I remember how we made we how we made it different, but we did the uh, the Drexel scene from True Romance last <laughs> year, uh, and she played C- Christian Slater, and I played uh, Gary Oldman. And okay, uh, yeah, and uh, you know it, it was uh, it, it it's more yeah you, know, you, you just you're just playing dress up at that point, yeah. and yeah. you know it's it's. That stuff's fun. Yeah. And, 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 you yeah. know, being able to use your education and have fun. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, there's, there's days where I think YouTube's really incredible. The ideas are great. And there's days where I think, what the hell am I doing this for? This is stupid. <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> I know. <man. laughs> yeah. Well, it's really great. I can get my stuff out there now. 50 people can watch it. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that, that's the other thing too. Uh, at least with stand up, I knew where I stood. Yeah. Like if, if I had a good night, I yeah. could hear it. The people, mm-hmm. the reaction was, yeah. was right there in front of me. If I had a bad night, it was quiet. It was like, okay, I need to work on something because they weren't making noise. Uh, YouTube, it's just a straight gamble because you, you put a video that you've edited out there. And it gets views or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And you, you have no way of reading why people are or are not watching these things. And it's um it's 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 it's, it's troublesome. Yeah. Uh I had this series that I did over the course of the last two years. COVID really helped push this forward. Um there's a book that was written nineteen ninety nine the best movie year ever. Um, and I, I enjoyed reading the book and it, and it spawned me to kind of take that book, the idea of the book and twist it because so many things happened to me personally in 1999 that I wanted to go through the calendar year of 1999, you know, have people talk about, their experiences with with movies while getting my ultimate story of how i mean it's the year where i started doing stand-up comedy and you know 
There's 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 the Matrix in there. There's uh, Episode One is in there. Magnolia is in there. Uh, Green Mile is in there, and uh, American Beauty, which stars somebody we don't talk about anymore. I guess. Well, we, <laughs> yeah. we say his name, but we say it like deep and evil. Yeah, because he is evil. Yeah, American Beauty, a great yes. mo- a great movie starring Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was it was a fun series, and like yeah, I I had people collaborate. You know, tell me it wasn't it wasn't so much about the movie. It was about why is this movie important to you? Like what 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 is great about this movie? Uh, My wife, uh, who is a member of the LGBTQ community, uh, told a story about how while watching or not watching but sleeping with the uh the Catherine zeta jones movie with with uh sean connery what the hell's the name oh, entrapment uh, yes entrapment. oh yeah entrapment yeah. where he's not james bond yeah oh she tells this story about how that's when she first realized i think i like chicks <laughs> and uh you know, it, it it has nothing to do with the movie. It, it's just yeah. it's just a story that's it. It's a movie yeah. that came out in '99. It it has a big deal to her, and um, I I have this story in in my little showcase of of twelve episodes of of stories, and and it, and every time somebody told me it was a good idea, I got I got more excited, and then every yeah. time I released a video. And it barely hit 200 views. I wanted to run face first into a wall. That's, that's the frustrating <laughs> thing about YouTube. You'll do videos that yeah. you're really proud of. And it just yeah. gets no traction. And then you do yeah. a video that you just kind of like, okay, fine. I'll just shit this one out. And all of a sudden, yeah. it's getting yeah. like thousands of views. And you're like, what the fuck, man? When- yeah. yeah. Uh, Dude, I, I have this thing where I, where I talk about like movies that, you know, like, like, I don't know what it's called. It's like the disgusting movie iceberg or whatever the hell it's called. And I cover those movies. And sure enough, uh, I could get a couple of hundred people watching Solo, my my review for Solo uh, every day. Uh, 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 <laughs> but I, I can't I can't get them to watch me talk about 1999. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, they just want to see what clips from the movie you're going to use. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Caligula, I, I actually <laughs> I I had I had fun with Caligula because there's a lot of there's a lot of um, a lot of editing. <laughs> a, a lot of open orifices in yes. Caligula. So there is in the you know the the the, the, the cold open. I have a cold <laughs> open for that video where it looks like um, while two people are kissing, there's this cloud of fart just coming up and it, it's it's making this noise, and somebody was offended by that 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 I what? that I defaced their lovely movie <laughs> otherwise known as Caligula. I was like, are you kidding me? Well, if they love oh. it that much, it seems like it'd be a more private viewing affair. Yeah. 
I mean, hey, if they want an audience, I mean, that that's their thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, listen, I clicked on this video hoping for that one shot from Caligula, and you defile oh, it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want you to tell me how great the cinematography was, the passion they felt. I, 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 I was more interested in the set design, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you know that they were all do, union workers? Yeah. How do they, they do the lighting on that? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that real fire or was that just like you know tissue behind a fan wait what microphone was yeah. that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly. in, in approximately 823 there's a boom mic visible you missed that <laughs> yeah it's fun i mean the comment section certainly keeps everything fresh yeah, oh, yeah. that's 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 the fun thing about youtube i guess yeah, I guess. Well, there was I guess. <laughs> there was a video that we had for the podcast a while ago, where somebody just would keep. I noticed that he had commented on the past few episodes, and I kind of ignored it. But I noticed he kind of just seemed like he was baiting a little. Oh, really? He okay. was baiting Bob a little bit, and it's kind of more of like, "That's my friend. That's not nice." Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of get comment. I'm like, "Wait, this is the video I need to fill him with kindness." Hey, thanks for your comment and feedback. Period. <laughs> <laughs> It does help. I mean, reply just every time. Hey, thanks for your comment and feedback. We really appreciate it. Keep watching. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I noticed that on the podcast. I don't know. I'm so filled up with comments on the main channels. Yeah, but, yeah. I, um... I, I figured I'd try to do that because my channel doesn't get much uh, circulation. Well, how you were talking about earlier, how, you know, something that you could just hammer out, whatever. Yeah. You know, I went I went to this broadcasting trade school at the beginning of COVID, and part of it they had us do a mini mo- documentary. I instead opted to do a mockumentary, just have it be nice. like I'm doing one over Crystal Lake, as if Camp Crystal Lake actually exists. That's awesome. And I filmed it in the back of my apartment complex because there's a little man-made lake <laughs> back there, and and there's a construction site that has a fence. Easily. <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, I, sorry for those of you who are just listening. I'm showing him my Friday the Thirteenth 3D poster. But that that <laughs> video has more views than an entire first season of like true crime vlogs and podcasts I made. Uh, yeah, it's like, so weird. Uh, it's uh, yeah. You you can't gamble. You can't gamble put, like, on what's going to do well. And I put time into those, like researching. You know, finding photographs, making sure they're accurate photographs of the people I'm talking about and accurate photographs of, you know, I guess in particular crimes for some of them, like uh, uh-huh. Zodiac Killer and uh, the, uh, the the Texarkana one, pretty much the one that the town that dreaded sundown was about. Uh-huh. And it, that one was really hard because, like, I guess, you know, investigating crimes wasn't as well, um, I guess, documented then as it is now so everything i read i was like wow this seems like i'm missing so much <laughs> and then going finding like a texas archives no that is everything wow yeah okay i i gotta bs a lot of this yeah <laughs> yeah like usually the ones that that they make into movies when it says inspired by real yeah. events yeah. that means that means a guy lived somewhere that's yeah. all that means there's yeah, somebody had heard some 
Yeah. They talk to Jasper. Or pretty much, you know, they talk to Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of a guy that had this name once. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but since, like, the uh, mockumentary thing did so well, I'm thinking, well, I should make some more on based on, like, the big boys of slasher horse. That's I've awesome. Been, you know, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe Michael, Freddy, and somehow uh, Chucky. I don't know how. Fr- yeah, from my my experience with with Halloween, that is its own subculture. Oh, I'm just going to do alternative endings for each of them for each of the timelines because yeah. I'm a big fan of the series. So yeah, that's going to be the big, big, big project. I did but, not realize, like you know, <laughs> they, they're like. Uh, uh, I, 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 they're like their own community, Halloween yeah. fans. It's incredible. I think the only thing comparable would probably be Scream fans. Yeah, Scream fans are pretty, pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. that, uh, that, that Korean pop group. They're, they're pretty <laughs> popular. But... That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do think it's funny you brought that up, Bobby, because I like. It just occurred to me, like, CP's probably, like, the biggest Friday fan I can think of. Right. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny? Everybody comes to me, and they're like, hey, just so you know, Part 8 sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, like, I'm a fan. Yeah, it's it's a guilty pleasure. What do you want me to it say? You're a fan and also acknowledge it's not all yeah. great. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean... My guilty pleasure series is Leprechaun, and I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Or is the best because <laughs> yeah. it's aliens with Leprechaun. Dude, I watch Armageddon <laughs> at least <laughs> once a year, and yeah. unironically, so I have a blast with that movie. <laughs> just, just, just a good, good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it, it, it's we're, we're all different. And that's mm-hmm. that's that's the thing to figure out. <laughs> yeah. My most successful video, uh, speaking of of no. just bizarre and random, uh, is a video that I, I think it either did or is about to hit a hundred thousand views, and it's a video because I used to be a movie theater employee, mm-hmm. uh, where I take uh, popcorn and show people how to put butter in the middle. Using a straw without having—is it the straw technique? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Without having to take popcorn out, you put you put a straw in the middle. You put the straw up against the 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 nozzle, and you pump it through, and and it goes right down to the middle. And you know the comments are hysterical. Mm. Uh, Somebody compared me to Einstein. I'm like, dude. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like 15 upvotes. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just kind of science. Just yeah. You just blew my mind. It's a straw. It's essentially a long cylinder. All this time I'm trying to form like the napkins into a cone. Oh my- <laughs> papers everywhere i had to make this like little like juggle shuffling time the whole time (laughs) making a mess that's what i should do we should we should all do it we should all make a video where every 
everybody's worst ways of trying to get butter in the middle. I mean, just chaos. Can talk to a, I can talk to a local theater here. I'm sure I can. Sweep, I'm sure I can BS my way into that. I work in food service. I'm able to. I can talk my way into it. Yeah, yeah. Food food service is just yeah. uh, opinions. It's, it's opinions. hard. I've never done food service. Shut up, Bobby. That's Shut how we met, Bob. That's how we met. We were slaving stuffs to college kids. Yeah, man. It was college. Oh, God. That was the day. That was the day actually, when my the kids daughter were... was a baby. <laughs> yeah, actually, the kids weren't that bad. No, no. Oh, they're... my God. How... Like, I'd say how... Like... how old's your oldest now, Bob? She turns 14 in a little bit. Oh, my God. God, I know, I know. I, I don't like time. I know. I know. Yeah, it just keeps on wow. moving. <laughs> yeah, somebody tell it to chill. <laughs> Slow it down a bit, okay? <laughs> maybe, maybe go back a year, you know. <laughs> well, COVID's that weird thing too, where like I feel like COVID started two weeks ago and like twenty years yeah. ago all at once. Yeah. Oh, yeah, COVID's like a black hole because you're. It, it's it's this thing. You remember how life was before COVID, mm-hmm. and you remember like life now. But then there's just two years of COVID mm-hmm. that is really nothing. Yeah, it, it, yeah. for the most part, is nothing. And yeah, and it's just like yeah, we were living. We yeah. wasted two years of our lives yeah. Just, yeah. just doing nothing. <laughs> Kind of like this collective fog, almost. Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. filled with like just conspiracy, yeah, <laughs> and craziness, and uh, yeah. Yeah. just just mad, just yeah, yeah. Pressure. It was it was a wild two years. Oh yeah, yeah that, can't that wear masks, masks and, yeah, you know, and oh. you know, just trees and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, CP. Oh, uh, what is the name of the channel where people can find you? Uh so the name of the channel now is Willisgredia, uh which is W I L I S C R E D I A, which stands for Will I Like It Discreet Media, which oh. I, I thought I was being cute, but everybody's like, so, Will, what is this? Will. Yeah. I, I don't, th- they think my name is Will, and yeah. I don't know. I guess my, my last name is Screedia. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's, Will, that's nice channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sometimes called Chaos on my channel, so. <laughs> yes. I should get in the habit of referring yeah. to you. How's that and, more? Uh, <laughs> and it, in recent years, I've I've been having to call myself Charles, CP, otherwise known as Charles, especially thanks to the the Q folk, the 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 Q, uh, uh anon. No, uh, I, I don't yes. want to give them credit because the, uh, the, CP the, uh, stands. Yeah, CP <laughs> stands for something very very, um, not good. Oh. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, it it, it, ri- it rhymes with mild corn. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, it's like, all right, well, 
I, thanks. Thanks. I had a nickname. Now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's that's not it, good. No. It's just my initials. I didn't. I <laughs> yeah. didn't put them there. <laughs> oh, look at the timestamp date, guys. <laughs> Years. I'm telling you. We we, we got on. we got your secret message. We're listening. We're yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, he's yeah. eating pizza. Yeah. He's eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's the code. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, oh. Are we ready <laughs> to relive our memories of Morbius? Mor- <laughs> Are we? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't enjoy my time reading the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did it the smart way, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I mean, like, I, I never thought words could give me such a bad migraine, like watching a bad movie has given me migraines before. But yeah. I, I can only imagine how they translated it from the screen, from what I read, and I it seemed like it was a big mess. Bob, you actually saw this. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they put more money into it too? Didn't they delay it and put money more money into it? There was lots of delays on this one, so it wouldn't surprise me. Because um, that's insane if that's true. Like, yeah, it's it's boring. No, like it's, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Bobby, if I were to describe this movie, you remember the Venom movies, right? Yeah. Imagine those movies if Tom Hardy plays it 100% straight. Yeah. No no emoting, no action, just 100% straight-faced. Yeah. So my original... And take 10 Valium before you get started. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I I think that's probably just to get out of bed for. <laughs> I don't mean that. That's mean. That's mean. I don't mean that. I'm... So I guess my original uh, hot take on that when I saw the trailer was that Tommy Wiseau should just be playing Morpheus. God, yeah. it would have been better. I want him. Yeah, I mean, he... infinitely more entertaining. <laughs> I mean, I remember Morpheus from the uh, old animated series that was on Fox in like the '90s, but. No. And I, and I remember rewatching it recently. Like, well, when I got Disney Plus and I saw that it was on there, I just immediately started watching it because that was a great. Oh, series. is it on Disney Plus to, to yes, watch it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What? What? Why did I? Yeah. I. It was a pleasant surprise when I found it, hmm. and I, I also completely forgot that Mark Hamill voiced Hobgoblin. <laughs> oh, I forgot I, that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I compl- I was like, wait a minute, I. No, huh. all right. I'll, I'm gonna watch this one. Yeah. But the all those episodes with him in it, like I kind of thought this guy's doing a really bad Tommy Wiseau, or <laughs> it might be Tommy Wiseau. It's not Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau should just play Morbius if they ever make a movie. Well, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. What what is it about Jared Leto that like he he won his Oscar, and then suddenly he just said, "Screw it, I'm just gonna." I'm just gonna do things my way now. Like I, yeah. I, I, it, I, it seems like that's what he's doing now with his career. It really seems like, yeah. and it really seems like here he just didn't care. Like there was nothing to his performance. It was yeah. just so boring, and all the characters are just boring. Yeah. I'd say, if you twist my arm, if anybody's having fun, it's Matt Smith. But even yeah, it's not that's great. Fair. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I read there was like a lot of subtle Doctor Who references <laughs> with Smith. 
Like, uh, I think one that I read is right before the child version of his character is introduced. The clock is about to strike 11. And the first time that we see him as an adult, the clock is at 11. There's a shot of a clock at 11. Oh, that's cool. Being the 11th doctor, and he later ranks something about himself at 11. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I never put that together, but, you know... It was all I could take uh, just to actually stay somewhat engaged with this movie. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Morbius. More like Borbius. Snorbius. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I really didn't like uh, Venom like Rise of Carnage. I was not too impressed. No. That, was, that was a little goofy for my taste. A little too yeah. goofy. No, they're yeah. both bad movies, but I would take either one of those before Mo- Morbius again. And I mean, oh, yeah, about that. yeah. Mm. Even if like we try to like rewatch him and look at him as like a romantic comedy trilogy, <laughs> yeah, sequels. I mean, I still think they'd be they'd be more enjoyable from that aspect. Still better movies than I what I imagine this is. Yeah, I mean, uh, to 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 be polite about one thing in Morbius, I thought the effects were really cool. I thought yes. like w- when when he started uh changing and mm-hmm. and like that the, the the effects with his skin mm-hmm. uh those those looked really really impressive and mm-hmm. believable um and i have no more notes yeah, <laughs> yeah the effects were actually all right here yeah better than okay. they honestly deserve to be um well from like yeah. the uh, footage that's <laughs> been released and some of the footage that people did not record from their phones from the theater <laughs> uh, the effects, yeah, they did look pretty decent. Yeah, seen, and allegedly not seen, but mm-hmm. they, they, yeah, uh, but it did seem like I mean there was one clips of them where like the person recording them was just saying, "And no one fucking cares." Yeah. <laughs> At the end of every clip, and it's like, oh man. It's like this must be bad. Yeah. Well, it's it's not like <laughs> yeah. even entertainingly bad though. It's just like oh, boring oh. bad. It's just yeah. Like, oh. You know, because Carnage. If you were to like watch Carnage, then Morbius, or vice versa, Carnage would feel like I don't know uh, uh, a ride in a really fast car while taking meth and eating cotton candy. <laughs> It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I mean, at least you're going pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, I'm still confused as to what happened to his hair. <laughs> Didn't he have a curly thing happening? Like, what happened? You know, what, what, how are they treating him in that prison? Well, <laughs> when I watched I Carnage, I've only seen yeah. it once, obviously, but when I watched it, I. It seemed like a romantic comedy to me. And like viewing it through that lens, it's entertaining. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. But yeah. there's entertainment to be had there. Yeah. But I mean, there are I w- there's movies that are romantic comedies. I would rather watch Carnage as opposed to the list of those other movies that yeah. are yeah. bad mm-hmm. even for that yeah, genre. The, the focus is in the wrong spots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, but that's fixable. I mean that you know. <laughs> Go ahead, Sony. Throw a couple and more million dollars at it and fix mm-hmm. it. So, Idiots. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So I guess neither of you guys saw the post-credit scene. So I'll go ahead and spoil that to everybody. Oh no, I, I I did watch the, both of those two. Oh, oh. 
Well, just spoil it to everybody listening, because, you know, just don't watch this. Don't. W- was it a <laughs> sentence that said, ha, 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 we have your money too late now? <laughs> yeah, that was Tonight, better. dicks. <laughs> no, we just get Adrian Toomes from Michael Keaton, who is prominent in the trailer, by the way. I mean, he, he they, I guess not prominent, but he gets a shot in the trailer. And that's all oh, post-credit yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he was in, like, what, the original trailer and in the final trailer release. Yeah. And there was also that image of Spidey on the house. Dude, right? I, I would advise everybody, if you can, don't watch trailers anymore. Because yeah. <laughs> I was at the Halloween Kills uh, test screening, mm-hmm. and um, they showed a shot of, of Jamie Lee Curtis holding a knife where she's walking down a hallway. Mm-hmm. That, that was the original ending. And it got cut. Oh, so what? so the trailer house, like they just they just take the sexiest looking stuff they have, and it, it it's not cool. Like, was it like just her leaving the hospital? Um, have you seen? Oh yes, Halloween Kills. All right, yes. so so yes. in so Halloween Kills ends similarly, where um, Karen is up in Michael's room. But right. what she, the difference here is she calls Laurie to say, we've did it. He's, he's dead. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, you know, Laurie Strode's listening the whole time. And then Michael Myers gets a hold of her and starts killing her. And Laurie Strode's listening to the whole thing. She's listening oh. to her daughter get murdered. And, and then Michael Myers picks up the phone, a la part one. Yeah, and J- Jamie Lee says, uh, "Michael, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna fucking kill you." And then she walks through the the hallway with the knife, and that's how it ends. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, let's go, yeah, yeah. let's go, yeah." <laughs> right on part three. It's that's such a basic change. <laughs> totally. too. I don't know why they. Oh, I don't know why uh, they. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Why. It's what it's the... weird. It's a weird cut because like. It, it's just such a random death that she has now. Yeah. Yeah. What was the movie like? Thirty seconds too long? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't like. Oh, I, I, I I'd love the explanation as to what why why did you do that? No, I because they, they and they had this this symmetry thing going on because at the end of Halloween 2018, the granddaughter had the knife in her hand, and that was the last shot. Yeah. In kills in the cut that I saw, the last shot was Lori with the knife in her hand. Yeah. So you know they were doing something. They 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 were actually, you know, being oh. more than just the regular old slasher movie. No, and yeah. you can tell it's made by people who like have a love and respect for the series. And yeah, yeah. Movie. And the other, the other thing about test audiences, I'm sitting. I'm looking around. I'm like, all right, that guy, he's only here because it's free. Mm-hmm. There's no way he'd pay to watch this. Those people, they're the, they're they're just here for food. Like, test audiences are weird. I don't know why they still do shit like that. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I feel like they're trying to reach out to a broader audience. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's some, okay. Some people not aren't to. just going to. Some people, yeah, yeah. Exactly. 
like 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 it, 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 there's a there's certain genres that you just won't nail everybody mm-hmm. comedy is one of them horror is another uh romantic comedy is another like you know just 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 take your audience yeah even you know, period pieces tr- get like that cynical right like, right too. capitalize on 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 the most you can from your base and mm-hmm. and just go on you, dude you're not gonna not gonna get titanic money from halloween <laughs> kills so, <laughs> so just stop well actually we found we can get two more child tickets per family if we rate halloween ends as pg <laughs> <laughs> that, there probably is a conversation like that happening i mean probably somewhere. yeah <laughs> sure, if, sure. You tie, if you can tie it in with some sort of cereal that's yeah. all we need <laughs> we can't we can't really tie it in with marvel that's too marshmallow knives <laughs> We'll tie it in with little, Care Bears. Yeah. <laughs> little marshmallow Shatner masks. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Spock. Yeah, yeah. Just for fun. And, and it makes your milk it. turn red because, you know, Halloween. You got you got to you got to be in the spirit. <laughs> also, you used to keep your eye out for the silver shamrock special <laughs> oh. edition box. When's that giveaway? Three varying boxes. <laughs> I think our giveaway is at nine, nine, Ooh. nine p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are completely oblivious. Like what? what yeah, they're just like, wait, what? Oh, what? Mm. Giveaway? What are you talking about? Shamrock <laughs> <laughs> cereal. No, oh. <laughs> it's it's called Lucky Charms. I don't know why yeah. is he he's, why is he saying it that way. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes. So, Sorry. I guess final thoughts on Sorry. Morbius. <laughs> who who is the sure. actor that always seems to be that guy now in everything? He was he, he was a doctor. Wait, he was the, the Jared Harris. The, is it Jared? No, the the guy who 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 is in a wheelchair for Resident Evil. Oh, I haven't seen the Resident Evils in a while. <laughs> Uh, uh, he was in the Poltergeist remake as like the quack. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm I realize I'm there, naming there some polter- real doozies there a, here. There was a Poltergeist remake. It, yeah. That's right. There was with Sam Rockwell. I never got there, around to watching it. Yeah, I forgot there, they existed. There, never. there was yeah. a Poltergeist remake. Yeah, I'm just gonna stop talking. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I brought up I brought up Jupiter Ascending and the Poltergeist remake in the, in the same session. I mean, Jared oh. Harris was in that too. Uh, are you I mean, does Sam Rockwell at least save it? He oh, tries, that's... man. Okay, okay. That's at least. Well, Poltergeist. Oh, I mean, I don't know how you remake that, man. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, don't. Yeah. Did, did, did they have as much trouble with production as past? attempts if by troubled you mean not doing a good job in producing no i'm more mean like was it actual prop skeletons they used this time (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the poltergeist remake was pg-13 yeah Uh, yeah because you got 
You gotta get those cereal yeah. sales. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Poltergeist cereal. <laughs> it's good for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> Clowny marshmallows in each bowl. And now new tree. <laughs> it's tree. Buy this one and you can get the it cereal for half off. <laughs> also includes classic shapes as chair. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, the actor you're trying to think of was he in Morbius? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm looking at the poster right here, he's bottom right. That you have. Okay, yeah, that's screen? Jared Harris. Is it Jared okay. Harris? Yeah. I, 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 it rang a bell. I wasn't sure yeah. about it. Right. Yeah, mm. You're right. He kind of is like that guy now. Like, yeah. He's always yeah. he's always that guy. He's <laughs> like, oh, I know that guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, look, he's playing that guy again. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, like there's been actors who have been that guy who have later gone on to have really great careers. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Gary sure. Oldman. <laughs> oh, um, uh, yeah. Now he was doing that the guy, guy who uh, <laughs> the guy who now I feel bad that I'm forgetting on his name right now and I'm gonna kick myself when Philip Seymour it. Hoffman was yes. that guy for a bit yeah. but then yeah. he kind of shook out of it yeah uh, the guy how it was teased to be Shredder or in the first Turtles movie that with Michael Bay that they made oh. Uh. He also was in Armageddon. He played the uh, other captain of the actual master. Oh, are you talking about uh, not the guy who actually played Shredder, but the rumor, uh, William Thickner? Yes, William Thickner. Oh, yeah. Okay, William Thickner. He, yeah, he's he, yeah, yeah. He's he, great though. Oh yeah, I loved I loved him in Go. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, that's a that, that was an all right one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I call it teenage Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I, I don't think I've actually seen that one. So that was a, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah, good. It's mm. not bad. <laughs> nineteen ninety nine movie, I think. Ooh, I've seen way too many nineteen ninety nine movies. It's almost like you did a project on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess what we have next on the docket is a. Uh, Voyage Home. Yeah, Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Oh, <laughs> let's get you guys in here. <laughs> I think I left my helmet off. Mm. <laughs> yep, that's it that's is. the poster. Yep. <laughs> Even though Spock never wore the red. Uh, no, Spock never suit. wears his uniform in this one. Well, no, well, he, he does at the end. Yeah, yeah that is weird. When they're back with, with when they're back in like at Starfleet. Yeah. Hey, at least Boombach guy uh, makes it into this movie <laughs> <laughs> on that poster. <laughs> I, I, I'm more curious about the, like, man, Shatner. Look at that. Look yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he he got into shape for this one. <laughs> that belt, that belt's working overtime. <laughs> Yo, if if you told me this was also a police academy movie, I would believe. I you. would buy. Yeah, it. no, that poster. Yeah, it's it's yeah. so weird. <laughs> yeah, that is. Well, this one is very weird, I thought. Like, yeah. Out of like all of these original movies with the original Star Trek cast, this, this one to me just is definitely the oddity of the bunch. Yeah, well, it's... <laughs> Leonard Nimoy was given pretty much control over this one, and he was very clear that, you know, they've all been serious at this point. 
he wants to do a light, fun one. And <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it it was a romp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can definitely tell that this one had the most um, production behind it. Yeah. This had probably the biggest bankroll. Yeah, and I do believe this was the most successful one uh, to date for a while. And yeah. I can tell first contact, probably. I mean, how, how dare it knock off Rathacon? I know. Well, Rathacon was just coming off the first one. People were finally going, oh, wait, these movies can be, like, not boring now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, this. <laughs> like, I, I really enjoy this one. Neither but two. It I is, really uh, it is, uh, I'm trying to think. It, it does, like, essentially, like, the Master of the Universe thing and the what, Beastmaster 2 thing, where it just brings them to modern day. Yeah, and, I think, and I think that's really what I, I feel makes this one stand out the most. Yeah. It's because, just because it's, like, a literal fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Plural fish. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I compare it to those two movies, but this one is... This is so much better than those two movies. Well, I guess I haven't seen oh, yeah. Beastmaster two, but <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it's a great Academy Award winner. So, <laughs> but yeah, this one this one's just fun. Um, they like they're getting attacked by a probe that's just knocking out power to everything, and then yeah, uh, yeah they end up slingshotting around the sun to travel back in time, which. It's treated a bit more casually than it should be. I mean, there's a little line from Bones about, oh my god, that's crazy. But for the most part, they're like, oh yeah, let's do a time warp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just just time warp. And I'm very upset that a big dance number did not I know. down right after. Step one in the time like warp. Jump to the left. Yeah. Jump to the left. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it would be, of course, it'd be Spock singing it. And maybe Bill would do like an interpretive dance. Oh so. god. <laughs> <laughs> William Shatner singing is always an event. <laughs> it's it's something. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I mean. Uh some some more facts about this. Uh all the outer space stuff was written by Harb Bennett. All the nineteen eighty six stuff was written by Nicholas Meyer. They brought him back after Wrath of Khan to come back and work on this one as well. Yeah. And then essentially Leonard Nimoy just kind of rushed over the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> It just sounds sounds like whales. he rushed over the whole thing from the start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're gonna save the whales. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Features, uh, this movie features Chucky's mom or, or Andy Bartlett's mom. From, oh, uh, mm-hmm. play. <laughs> yes, yes. That was mm. one reaction when I was watching. I was like, "Hey, it's Andy's mom." <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this. Uh, oh yeah, fun. Fa- another fun fact about this one. Uh, the uh, boombox guy who's on the poster because he's a major character apparently now. <laughs> uh, yeah. He also has a cameo in Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, he's, like, if you watch, there's a scene where he's literally on the street. He just has that boombox. That's how you identify him. It's supposed to be the same actor and the same character. So, Star Trek motion picture is now the first movie in the MCU. <laughs> so, so I guess after uh, he realized, you know, people don't like him riding the public transit with his stereo in San Francisco, he decides just to try that in New York City. Basically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's been sure. quite a few years, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
hey, you know, maybe people have changed. Yeah. Maybe they'll, they'll, like, you know, pinch me, and then I'll just wake up, you know, a few hours later in a part of town. I don't know where I am. I mean, New York seems like a much more relaxed place than San Francisco. Absolutely. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, like Lair Nimoy, you could definitely tell he had more fun with this one. Uh, he definitely experiments more with the shots. It's much more interesting to watch. Um, no, yeah, he, he did, this one did, he, there was a lot of great, like, cinematography in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh. And practical effects. Yeah, too. I was about to well, say. some practical effects. A most. Like the, uh, scene where, like, you see the, uh, landing gear pressing down in, like, the grass yeah. in the park. And that, 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 I was like, all right, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> most of the shots, they obviously had whale models, and most of the shots with those look really good. Yeah, there's a couple of shots where you see the eye, and the eye is really the weak part of that model. Like Are anything you talking re- about the mind melt scene. Uh, yeah, a little bit there. That one's not as bad. I was thinking <laughs> of the scene where they're beamed onto a ship and they're looking at them. Yeah, they don't look so great okay. there. No, but the scene where they're out by the the crash ship and mm-hmm. you see them kind of flying or swimming up and near the crash ship that actually looked good. Yeah, even though I knew it was fake, but it looked good. Well, there's uh like what when they're at the uh wherever it's called the whale museum the place Institute of yes. San Francisco. Yes, when they're there and they go to see them and then you see the whale tail come out and flop out. That looks great. <laughs> that did. It really did look great. Um, and of course this is the uh, this is the one where we get the nuclear vessels, which was a. Uh, very much Nuclear a Laird, yeah, very much a Laird Nimoy edition. He was like, "Oh my god, that's gonna be hilarious." We have to have Chekhov looking for the nuclear vessels. <laughs> I think it was maybe just a screen read, and he was like, "It was like, oh, sorry, let me read." I'm like, no, no, Walter, say it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just <laughs> oh my god, that's that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, this is it. This is a funny one, and it was also uh, brought up. Oh, yeah, and this one. Oh, sorry. This one also features my favorite, favorite moment, and I'm going to just... <clears throat> Computer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Computer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's right. Well, at first he's trying to talk to it, and then they're like, oh, use the mouse. <laughs> then he picks up the mouse and talks into it. It's like, ah, oh, Scotty. <laughs> he's like, he's like, how primitive. Yeah. Find a and keyboard. Yeah. Busts it out. Find yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I love how they're kind of willy-nilly a bit with the timeline. Uh, yeah. You know, we can't just be giving him this technology. Well, how do we know he doesn't invent it, dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie's mainly just a lot of fun. It is definitely the most fun of the uh, the first four movies. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything after this that'd be more fun. Probably not. I mean, I feel like this is the only Star Trek movie that even remotely tries for comedy. Um, On purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I mean, we're going to get to comedy in Star Trek V, but... <laughs> a different type of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Uh, Star Trek is Paramount, right? Yes. Yes. Isn't... Yes. They is are all on Paramount Plus. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, Police Academy's Paramount too. Oh, is it? Huh. Mm. So it's probably the same. Yeah, they're like cutting artists. corners. Yeah. They're cutting corners. Yeah, maybe. Art. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Well, well, the, well, what was the first Police Academy movie? That was like 
early to mid 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 80, yeah. early yeah. 80s, I want to say. They Most of them were yeah. in the 80s, except so for the So, in theory, too. like, mm. it's. Yeah, in theory, it's probably the same artist who's been doing, who does, like, poster art for Paramount. <laughs> so, you know, it's a style. Sure. <laughs> All right, so we've already established that Star Trek is part of the MCU. Do we want to stretch it out and say that Police Academy is part of the MCU as well? <laughs> yes, those cadets that check yes. off and Ahura uh, were approached Can were clarify. cadets. We're trained by Lieutenant Lassard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this universe gets weird, guys. <laughs> or, I mean, you know, they could have been the first ones trained by Mahoney. But, I mean, they were way too by the book to be trained by Mahoney. God. Maybe Harris. Yeah, wait a minute. There's no overlapping actors. That's That's interesting. Yeah, so it must yeah. be the same universe I'm, and just no guest stars. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to squash the theory, but I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this movie does begin with security footage that is literally just clips from the movie again. The last movie yeah. did that too, and that's so dumb. <laughs> it's like, can can you get somewhat creative, guys? <laughs> I guess the cameraman is an actual person on the ship, the Enterprise, and what we're watching is historical documents. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, remember in Generations, they had that guy with the headgear, and, you know, he was following That's him right, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. so uh, obviously so they have probably, a crewman. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it's, it, it's a helmsman Ricky. I feel sorry for the helmsman that has to hang out outside the ships for the exterior shots. <laughs> the cameraman just flown around out there. <laughs> Actually, it's probably just robots, <laughs> like drones. No, no, if you have the head gear, you might as well go all in. <laughs> just let them go drift in space. It'll be fun. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shit. I didn't have much on... Oh, yeah, there is there is footage of whalers going on here uh, at the Institute. Now, that's something I wondered, because I was like, I bet you that's real shit. <laughs> yeah, I bet you it probably was real whaler footage. Yeah, it like, looked real. And I was like, uh, it did. that's probably just genuine shit they're putting up there. <laughs> well, I mean, they did also have the message at the end about whales. Yeah. And it was a pa- it was a definitely a passion project for <laughs> Leonard Nimoy. No. Well, and, it is. I mean, it is something that dates this movie quite a bit because that was I remember that does. in the 80s was a huge deal. You don't hear anything about it anymore. And I think yeah, it, outside of most def- countries, whaling is not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that, like, if it's, like, a coastal town where there are whales, I'm sure it's still pretty much a big thing in there. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of those eastern, like, coastal United States, that probably definitely out west as well. Mm-hmm. Well, to my understanding, like Jap- Japan still does some whaling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jet- they do a lot stuff. more than just whaling, man. Mm-hmm. They- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have a heartbeat? Yeah, yeah. they try to catch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or sell it in a vending machine. Yeah, I yeah. speak in jest. I speak in jest, of course. <laughs> or do you? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, fun romp. Uh, to, before we it's get a fun little pit. Yeah, it's a fun pit stop before we get back into like real Star Trek territory. Uh, is that what we want to call the next one? <laughs> we can. I'll, I'll die on this hill. Oh, you might have to next this, week. I love, I love five. Yeah, I love five. Sure. It, I'm willing to defend it. I'm willing to defend it. <laughs> uh, 
Sure. <laughs> Bob, I've also brought you the classic mor- morons from outer space. I think I'm willing to defend the final frontier. Well, okay. That's a low bar. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Fine, I could raise it. Pod people. <laughs> yeah, Star Trek Five is good because it's better than The Room. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, well, say okay, that. maybe maybe that's unfair to The Room. <laughs> Could also just be a fact. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not only was it shot in what thirty-eight millimeter as well as digital. For some reason, I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> Was I the only uh, one cheering for that gun to go back in the safe? Oh, that would have <laughs> been so oh, good. Go, go! Oh man! Well, we had one take for that. <laughs> Somebody should teach him how sex works because he was he was belly button. Yeah. yeah, that belly button's pretty hot right there. Them. Someone should teach both of them how sex works. Nah. <laughs> well, I think she just was not engaged. <laughs> no, yeah. she's like, yeah, she's just but, closing her eyes. Yeah, just tell me when you're paid, done, Jesus. Getting just, paid, yeah, getting paid, getting paid, getting yeah. paid. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, are we ready for uh, Daredevil? Yeah. Daredevil. Okay, episodes five through... Oh, let's get you guys in here. Daredevil episodes five through nine. Which, yeah, honestly, I think we're breaking up this series fairly nicely. Because I feel like the first yeah. four were kind of like your your first act. or th- Everything got introduced. Yeah. And then this set definitely yeah. felt like your second act. Like, no, this this definitely had a change of pace from the first four episodes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it was definitely more uh, story driven with the plot, and they were they're moving that right along. Like, what was it? We uh, they lost or uh, Fisk uh, took out some members of his own organization. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of clean house, and then we find out that it was the uh, Chinese lady who's really the head figure. This mm. is just more the, you know, official like figure esque hat. Mm-hmm. But like we get more into that later. But they just kind of teetered on that near the latter ones of the episode. Yeah, we see him kind of. We we get more of a background on Matt and how he kind of learned to do his daredevil ways with his training with Stick. Mm-hmm. Who I, I forget that who that actor is. He, he's uh, Scott Glenn. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah. always good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we also get more with, uh, Foggy and, um, their, uh, secretary. Karen. Karen, yes. By the way, I feel sorry for anybody named Karen now, because I'm certain there's lots of nice people named Karen, and... Yeah. Did you see the film Mm. titled Karen? I heard it's fitting. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's bad. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's bad. Really? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Okay. It's one of those things where if you watch it, you might as well make it lucrative and and have some sort of watch along with with an audience or something. Because you know it's it's that 
it's it's like it's like that on the nose. It's really really rough. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I honestly didn't even know there was a movie called Karen. So. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, boy. yeah. <laughs> I, I white heard white it. woman I in a in a mostly black neighborhood, and she is a bitch. And uh, yeah. All right. Whatever you think, whatever you can think of right now. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Mm. Lovely. She sounds like a lovely human being. <laughs> a, a, a real credit to the community and society. And the whole uh, <laughs> we're going to cash in on that name. We're going to. Oh. But this carrot in this movie or series is actually very good and wholesome and kind of straight to the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most of this arc, we uh, follow uh, a, a lady who comes and seeks our legal help because someone at this company is trying to we like force forcibly move them out of the, her and her family and everyone might think that building out of their apartment building. Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh, later, yeah, they like men show up with sledgehammers, destroy the apartments and mm-hmm. stuff, and kind of just really mean and unnecessary. Oh, and there's also a giant explosion in in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> well, like early on in this uh, in this set, we got we get to see how powerful Fisk is uh, mm-hmm. when we have a uh, uh, Matt listening in onto an interrogation. And the criminal says, okay, I want to make a deal. His name is Wilson Fisk. I'll tell you all you want to know. And the cops go, oh, you shouldn't have talked and kill him right there. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then uh, I think the next. Well. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, like, my note on that was like, we get a like, we get a good visualization of his reach. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's some, that's, that's quite a reach he's got there. Well, I think it's the next episode where he, or soon after that where he's held up in that building and he's essentially getting mm-hmm. surrounded by corrupt cops. And yeah. he does come across one good cop that he just kind of ties up and leaves behind. He's, and then the corrupt yeah, cops yeah, just kill him. To like, well, he first tries to talk logic to him. He's like, okay, look, I just want you to listen, okay? Mm-hmm. Do not make a sound or else it's going to be a bad night for you. Mm-hmm. And of course he tries to like call on the radio and then he just knocks him out and then the bad cops just and shoot him. Mm-hmm. Boy, blank. They say he's already dead. Boom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't you think they traced that bullet there? Well, <laughs> assuming that guy's bot, too. Assuming. Yeah, true. And probably what? is bot. Mm-hmm. What's your guys' take on that traceable bullet stuff? Because it seems like it it, it gets used sometimes well, in, I see in it. media. I've seen it used more so with like um, crime dramas with police yeah. mm-hmm. in that and corrupt police. And I mean, I think I think the most thing I could think of that's most comparable to it would be in Minority Report, how they said the gun that's registered to this officer, Tom Cruise, you know, committed this crime. And I've seen ones where like they say kind of like in a what would be like a throwaway line of dialogue. Where it's like, yeah, all the guns are like, you know, registered by serial number as well as ammunition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, few and far between, but it's kind of more of the heavier, I guess, set ones or the ones that I guess they try to base 
in more reality or based on actuality. I guess I always feel like that's a loose one. Like, all right, do we need it? Yeah. <laughs> How contrived are we here? Yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm. Well. What. Well, what made me think of it was um, the TV show Dexter, where uh, Dexter's sister on the show she she shoots somebody. That is also one. That they um, they 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 do not catch the killer, and it's like, well, it came from her gun. You know, mm-hmm. a police officer's gun, the bullets in her gut, what, what, what is there to t- bring her in? You're all set. It's over. No. <laughs> but they don't ever talk about it. And and it just, it, it's just so strange how sometimes it's a big deal. Sometimes it isn't. So, like, I, I just, there's some things that, you know, it really confuses me. Like, I. I, I just wish had like, I, I wish it, they'd give you a playbill before a movie yeah. starts and say, okay, listen, here's the, here's the rules. Here's mm-hmm. here's what's what what can happen and what can't happen, and 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 fine. I mean, I'm a Star Wars guy. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I, you know, talking mm-hmm. to ghosts. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I always found the traceable bullet. Like, I don't know how much actual science there is behind it because. I mean, there's probably some, but yeah. yeah, like it's it seems like something you could easily fake if there is actual science behind it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, uh, a couple of let's just bring list a couple of silly movies that have shooting. Wanted is a movie that's just absurd as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you know I I I was okay. All right, fine. You, you're mm. gonna make a gun. You're gonna make a bullet curve. Fuck, cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. They should have called, called that JFK too. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Oliver sounds like I want to do that. I want to. Do that. that <laughs> there's the scene in um, the eighteen remake where they're falling out of the sky in a tank. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're aiming by shooting. And I'm That's like, right. I man. dig this. I don't care how fucking stupid this is. Yeah. I dig it. <laughs> it, it it's kind of nice because I remember watching that and thinking, "Hey, I've cleared a map on." Uh, Goldeneye that way, only firing my tank in reverse. Oh, I need to get through this barricade? 360, fire, fire, where'd I go next? Here. Mm. I do it in GTA too. Mm. <laughs> the dialogue is, is funny too. I, but I Why are we in a like... tank? We fell out of the plane. When? Recently? <laughs> Sometimes action movies like that, they're just like good old fashioned fun. I like I, I like me some Carnahan. I think I, 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 I think I'm a sucker for him. I, I'm a sucker for Donner. I'll admit I, I love oh, the sure, weapon movies. Sure. They're just they're great. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. just kind of great. <laughs> I think it helps that they that Danny Glover and Mel Gibson had just a great chemistry on screen together. Yeah, it makes yeah. it makes a big deal. It really. It, I mean, if, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, <laughs> no, no. If you can buy them as people that. You know, have a relationship. It's so much easier to to, to just get on board with whatever they're gonna do. Yeah, it's just like so easy bad to boys. Just 
yeah, bad boys is yeah. so easy to enjoy. It, it is just because you buy it that okay, these guys are partners. I yeah, and you right. see, I see like a lot of more modern movies try and go that with like the cop buddy or whatever angle, and yeah. it's just, so much of it just seems like it just seems like you all were placed here, kind of like the movie yeah. SWAT, for example with uh, Colin Farrell that came out, uh, I want to say early 2000s. God, oh I think God. I saw that yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Jesus. I, I mentally that. burned that out of my skull. Yeah, I know. I, I am very sorry <laughs> about that, but I, I remember that one just because it's like, this one's like, ah, all this team stuff is really forced. Yeah. And yeah. I know that it's just going to be implied that, hey, we're, we're, we need to be a, a team that we always want to be. And they, they do in time to, to save the day. And it's just, uh -huh. oh, I, I, I remember being so unhappy watching that. I went with a group of friends and right after they all were out at the bar after their first big successful team thing at school, I just <laughs> was like, this movie's I, I could tell you how the rest of this movie's going to go right now. <laughs> My buddy was sitting next to me. He was like, okay, I'll bite. I told mm. him, and throughout he's just. Hey. Mm. Did you see this before? Did you see this already? No. Why would I? No. Why would I spend my money? Yeah. Why would I watch this twice? Very, <laughs> yeah. Very, very loudly. He just. Yeah. Like, Shh. <laughs> well, I mean, this year, uh, Uncharted. Uh, you want to talk about two stiff people that have no business being in a movie about? A video game series that that is yeah. is is wrought with 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 just brilliant relationships and 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 camaraderie and and Mark Wahlberg and Spider Man. No, I'm 50-50 with Wahlberg. I'm 50-50. Really? Are I you? Sometimes I think he could really give a great performance if he has oh, like okay, if he no. has the right yeah. script and the right director, which. And he could even make good on the right script. And just I'm with you there. A shooter, I love him in Shooter, man. Uh, I think he his part in Basketball Diaries is amazing. And he's a young guy Holy in that one. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I found that one. I, I got into John Carroll uh, like a long time ago, and I was reading like, oh, and then he wrote this. Uh, I was like, wait, Basketball Diaries? Yeah. I thought it was, and then just did a quick Google search. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna buy the movie, and yeah. I watched it, and I was like, "Wow! Like, I can't believe I dogged Leo when he was younger. He could." Actually I, I was just gonna age. say every, every time somebody talks about DiCaprio, I'm like, "Go watch Basketball Diaries and, yeah. and it, shut up." And I mean, I like <laughs> I like a lot of the movies he, he's taking now. I like the roles he's taking now. I actually finally had a chance to sit down and watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a couple uh -huh. last month, and I really like his take on that. You know, yeah, broken actor. It, it almost seems like he's having fun now. Like he's just messing around at this he's just, point. Yeah, yeah, he's just having fun. I, I like Brad Pitt's character in that too. I yeah. really enjoyed that movie, and yeah. I'm surprised at like how tame they were with the Manson family stuff. But I thought Quentin would have gone a little bit, yeah, know, cashed in on that more. But yeah, no, and it was still good. It, it was, it, yeah, that was the one thing that I thought was odd about that because. Theoretically, you could take yeah. Margot Robbie and just remove her from the movie. Theoretically, yeah, yeah it it's all in there it. for like and, the Easter egg stuff. Mm. And yeah. just like make it just the cameo, mm -hmm. at the right? End. 
Right. And like cut out the scene of her going to the movie theater altogether. And well, he's mm. got to show those feet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be the hardest. That would probably would be the hardest argument to have with him. I, I just remember the, <laughs> the scene. Hardest where... one to win. I, I just remember Brad Pitt picking up that hitchhiker and she puts those feet on that dashboard. It's like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, as soon as I saw that and I went, oh, that's right. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching it with my wife and she just cracked up laughing at that. That's she a... he, doesn't, he doesn't think for feet. And I went, I imagine that those aren't the only pair we're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> Death Proof. I think every every female in Death Proof showed their feet. I said, yeah. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure of it. <laughs> and then, of course, in, in Glory's Bastards, she has something centered around a shoe and how, oh, how yeah. the actress has to put a shoe on. It's like, dude, <laughs> see some help. Stop, <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop making <laughs> your work about this. Yeah. How can I center <laughs> this story around feet? <laughs> and let us not forget, you know, uh, Uma in two different roles. Pulp Fiction, the, that little steady cam shot of her walking out to the living room to say, yes. let's go eat. And she's mm-hmm. barefoot. barefoot, yep. And of yep. course, Wiggle your big yeah yeah Kale Bell yeah, one yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the pussy wagon yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I man. remember shortly after that somebody had somebody had their own pussy wagon like I remember we, me and my buddy we were in a car and it just drove past in the opposite lane and we were like. <laughs> Is that the pussy wagon? Yeah. I think it was. Not <laughs> the pussy it. wagon, but... Uh... And he was like, yeah, it, it was a pussy wagon. It's like, okay. <laughs> just... That just happened. That... Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, I, I, I do feel like we've gone a bit derailed here, but I don't know. We I like talking, bad. too. I like... Yeah. No, no, it's all good. Yeah. No, uh, I, I do it all the time. I'm, yeah, it. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, but yeah, oh, yes, Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, Where were we last on? We were. We already talked about the corruption of the cops and um, the uh, big explosion. When, yes. Uh, the Russians. Yeah, the Russians were going to go attack, and they put a bounty on uh, Daredevil or the Man in the Black Mask. Yeah. Like, but what's really weird is no one's really going around going like like I think it was only that reporter who ever referred to him as the devil. It Maybe might be. He was, yeah, yeah. Ben. I mean, that could just be the name they're calling him in the press, which that makes sense. Ma- oh, excuse me. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, at the end of the last four set, uh, Kingpin kills the one brother of the Russian, frames yeah. frames Daredevil for it. But he also knows it's not going to hold out. And the other brother figures out... He doesn't figure out that Daredevil's innocent, but he figures out Kingpin's involved, and he just thinks Daredevil's working for Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Somehow he thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> he made that connection. I remember when he got to that, I'm like, ah, you jumped a few levels there, bub, but all right. Let's see how that works out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't take long, because Kingpin had already put in plans to just start taking care of that side of the mafia, so... Yeah, and it, it gets to the point when, like, you know, D- Daredevil and this uh, a Russian, the brother of the guy whose uh, head got uh, mashed by that door. Yeah. <laughs> um, he later finds out that you know, he kind of has no choice but to trust Daredevil. Yeah, they're... He they... Kinda, 
kind of does for a while. Yeah, they they're kind of partners for like half an episode. (laughs) Yeah, he cauterized a wound because he didn't want him to bleed out. Mm -hmm. They later killed two other cops. You know, he takes a gun. He's like, "Are we got to go?" He's like, "No." I'm going to stay. Yeah. <laughs> just I'll, like... I'll tell you everything I know right now, and I'm just going to hang out here. <laughs> yep. I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they come to that common ground, and of course, all this is dare- is just Daredevil gathering more information. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Froggy and Karen are still working this uh, Union, or uh, what was it? Allied Union United. Allied, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Union Allied, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Corrupt but, business. Yeah. From... Corrupt shadow company yeah you know, evil evil bad mm. uh they end up uh there was another raid on the building and the sweet lady that had hired them who even foggy and uh karen went over and did a lot of repairs at her apartment yeah free of charge just fixed a bunch of crap mm. uh you know there was an explosion her windows are and later i think that she died due to stabbing froggy really guilty about it yeah which uh, shouldn't mm-hmm. you know it, it just was a it's a whole bunch happens all at once in yeah few episodes. well i mean foggy feels bad about but the truth was that the kingpin had her killed to lure daredevil into well no yeah. it wasn't was it kingpin directly or nobu but nobu was hired by kingpin to kill daredevil and they set up this trap to bring daredevil in yeah it doesn't yeah, it and... doesn't work but gets pretty damn close it gets pretty but yeah, Nobu kills this woman and, you know, later faces off against Daredevil, who ends up whooping that ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... By kind of a cheat way. I mean, he is very evenly matched, but he throws him into a tank of uh, flammable chemicals. Yeah, I don't know if evenly matched is the right term because Nobu was pretty much kicking his butt. I mean, yeah, he it was. was. It was he kind was of amazing he wasn't hand. dead, but yeah. <laughs> it was, considering all those slashes with the, the, that blade. Yeah, he was bloody as fuck. Yeah, he hasn't quite learned the, re- the lesson about the red suit yet. Yeah. <laughs> which I remember, this is the one thing I didn't like about the series at first. It's like, when does he... How could he have, the uh, like, score an apartment like that, you know, have the legal firm and everything, but not drop any coin on the suit? Yeah, well, as I recall, they kind of they work that into the story, but yeah, the suit is like awful. Like, like I think the suit looks fine, the black yeah. suit, but like there's yeah. no defense to it at all. It's just essentially a black sweater. <laughs> it, it really just almost looks like it's some uh, like that gear that a uh, motorcyclist will use to protect their body, like the riding pads. Yeah, when yeah, like the full bodied suit. That's really what it essentially looks like. Yeah, and, which you know, just that scarf. That covers half of his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do love the look of Daredevil, where he has his actual yeah. eyes covered. I I think that looks cool. That's always yeah. No, I, I've like. always been a yeah. I've always been a fan of that look with for Daredevil too. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's it's kind of intimidating. Yeah, which is what it should be. Yeah, but just like the the motorcycle crash pads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that looks a little weird to me at first. But yeah, he he gets the crap beat out of him. Beats Nobu pretty much. Luck with fire. luck, <laughs> and then Kingpin beats the ever-loving shit out of him, and then yeah, yeah, that that I think that's the first like physical confrontation we get between the two of them. Which yeah, before we heard like a verbal yeah back and forth, and uh, it was one saying, "This is the last time we'll ever speak." And yeah, then it's totally a face-to-face conversation yeah. <laughs> like the next episode, and it's yeah. like oh. 
I mean, he did get a few good licks in. Mm-hmm. Matt got a few good ones. Yeah. But uh, the episode ends of him staggering back to his apartment and uh, Froggy breaking in. Yeah. Froggy hears, hears noise and just sees Matt in the costume. <laughs> and then he takes it off and sees it's Matt. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. It... Oh, it's. I, I think it's also good to mention that this entire time, uh, whenever the conversation about the masked vigilante had come up in the office, the law office between Matt, Karen, or, or Foggy, like, Foggy is against it. Hates it. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a fan. Yeah. Loads. And Matt's always like, hey, you know, it's not that bad. Like, mm hmm. And Karen's like, yeah, he helped me. And Foggy's like, no, you, you can't yeah. be doing stuff like that. No, you. You can't be, and it's like, and they both try and do, and I I don't think Karen knows. Karen knows what? Knows that Matt is Daredevil. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, I think only a Rosario Dawson knew Yeah, she left the series. No, she's still in there. She's, she's still no, well, she's not in that many episodes, but yeah, she was, uh, she was in the episode where he's, he was held out in the, uh, the building with the, the Russian. <laughs> Yeah, she was in that one. She was working the hospital mm -hmm. off duty, but she was still working. Like yes. a pro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's an explosion. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's like, "What are you doing here? Are you watched? Have you seen the news?" <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, one thing that this uh, set also introduced that I thought was interesting: the idea that both Daredevil and Kingpin want the same things, but they're going at it from drastically different angles. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, like Kingpin. I mean, it, it, he's kind of right. Yeah, well, they both want to fix the city. Daredevil yeah. obviously wants to fix, you know, fix the problems we have. You know, ta-da. Yeah. <laughs> and Kingpin's clear, like, like the corruption. Yeah, and Kingpin's like, no, we gotta just uproot fucking everything and destroy it all, and then just rebuild something new. <laughs> just scorched her. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. holy shit! <laughs> And guess who, guess who'd be on top of that? I wonder who. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the series is yeah, it's playing out very well. Mm -hmm. Very nice, and it's nice to kind of rewatch it again after all this time because mm -hmm. I don't think I've watched this since it originally came out. Mm -hmm. No, no, I haven't like either. It. But yeah, it's excellent. Like, yeah, because I just always, whenever the new season would come out, I would just wait for the new season and then just start with season one, episode two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Episode one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't. I don't have anything to add other than I'm really enjoying going back into this series. Um, yes. Uh, random question: Did either of you guys watch the first episode of R Moon Knight? Not yet. No. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I I was just thinking of CPs here. Maybe we could discuss that. But well, so I I'll I'll. I'll make myself involved somehow because i've seen some of daredevil um who do you guys think the best person to play daredevil is like from like further just, on just a, a history just a film show whatever just just well over the, the only ones history. i can think of that i'm familiar with would be uh, obviously charlie cox and ben affleck so yeah definitely charlie cox <laughs> yeah charlie cox <laughs> i mean i i I enjoy Kevin Smith's early work, and I do enjoy the dive into horror and he's done. And generally, I agree on his opinion on film a lot of the time. I disagree with him on the fact that Affleck can play anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
sure, let him play the fucking shark in Jaws. Sure. No. I, I, I would enjoy that, actually. <laughs> uh, I'd be on board it, with that. It's a shame. Too, I don't know if he, either of you have seen the um, Deep Water. No. Oh, man. Ben Affleck and uh, Anna de Armas in a, 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 a film directed by, uh, oh, boy. Uh, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction, Indecent Proposal. Oh, that's uh, a unfaced. famous director. Uh, Adrian, yeah. Adrian Lin? Lin? Oh, I fuck. I, well, anyway, that director made... Adrian Lin, oh, this... fuck. Okay. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yes. And it's just so... Like, I wanted to like it. I really did. And I was just like, just go make the town, too, please, because... You're, you're you're screwing it up again. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird. Ben Affleck's had such a weird career. Oh yeah, he really he really has. Because I mean, he can do like dramatic roles. Again, yeah. You know, yeah. Right script, right director. He can deliver a great performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just sometimes he he, he gives us reindeer games. Yeah. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> I like Affleck when he works with Kevin Smith. I think he does a good job. I do too. Kevin I Smith. agree. Yeah, I think I Kevin knows how to direct him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. You could tell um, there's some looseness about it. That, yeah, that, yeah. You know, he's yeah. Uh, accountant. I really enjoyed that movie. I I, yeah. I really thought he was good in that. But I I I don't I don't know. What was it? Some of all fears. Yeah, with, oh, with yeah, Morgan yeah. Freeman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was great. I, in yeah, that. I remember mm-hmm. enjoying that one. Yeah, yeah, he turned in like a really good performance. It was like, all right, like all right, dude. Yeah, I remember thinking <laughs> he was right, a good then. Jack Ryan, and then uh, yeah, they never did anything with it. Now it's like the first well, yeah, Jack yeah, Ryan movie, the, the mid two thousands happened. Well, I mean, yeah. And... I re- yeah, I remember that happened, and I remember being like, what the fuck? He's playing Jack Ryan? Mm-hmm. No. So like what you expect Harrison to do it? I go, he's so good. Mm-hmm. This doesn't want to. They just probably didn't offer him enough money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then, you know, like then like we, we did think like, oh, he'd never play his old roles. <laughs> yeah. I but um, I wish that that is one role he would go back to. But Affleck did a great job in that. And he, I haven't seen anything with um, uh, I didn't see the one with Chris Pine. No, I forgot about that one too. Oh yeah, I mean, but uh, I, I, I kind of have a joke with him that he's just going to make his early career off of playing roles that other actors have made famous. <laughs> well, I think that's all actors anymore. They're all just well, yeah, everything. now Jesus, yeah, mm. now anymore. Yeah. Well, they didn't do full reboot with Ghostbusters. I mean, that's at least it. Well, they, they tried. They tried. <laughs> they tried at one point. Yeah. <laughs> they did, in fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was the thing that happened. We talked about it on here. It was, yeah, it was, they ignored that 2016 one when they when they made so, that box set. That oh, is, no, they, well, that well, yeah. they didn't. They didn't actually. They didn't actually. Oh, really? There is a digital download yeah. code in the packaging. And wow, the box for it. So that whole mess that Paul Flegg went on and on about, mm-hmm. yeah, they were planning on including that the entire time. <laughs> wow. They just had the initial press kit for it, didn't mm-hmm. mention it, because they were going to wait to release it when they said the trailer for the public for it. Yeah. Make more people want to buy it. 
Yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. That's that's what wanted to happen. More people wanted to buy it because of yeah. Paul, Paul Fay's version. Sure. <laughs> but it's more like you mean you mean I get one? You mean I get one, two? Well, that's what they told Paul. Yeah. But you get one, two, and Afterlife plus like a de- an extra DVD that's filled with you know hours of behind the scenes of all three movies and making ofs and thousands of other collectible stuff. You know. Oh, and a digital download. A website yeah. where you can go and a code to get the digital download of 2016 Ghostbusters. Yeah, this box set has thousands of hours of behind-the-scenes footage. All the commentary tracks you could ever want. And only have the 2016 version. It also has, like, all that stuff for that movie, too. Like, yeah. they're celebrating it along with the other three in the in the story. Mm-hmm. You know, but just Paul just made a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you guys <laughs> talked about the fanatic at for th- for thirty minutes, huh? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just looking through your backlog, oh, no. and I'm like, no, oh, that's fine. Yes, yeah, we did. I, that, was a, that, was a, that was yeah. That's a, a segment that we uh, need some suggestion more to. I've been trying to scour for something that I feel is just qualified enough for it. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> if I could be topical. How do you guys feel? Uh, I mean, we kind of spoke before we went live. Um, how do you guys feel about Bruce Willis stepping down? Um, he he's he's got uh, an issue with with his uh, his he's he's got a bit of a neurological disorder. Yeah. So he won't be he won't be acting anymore. But to say that the last fifteen twenty years of his career has been if he would be yeah. polite. Yeah. It would yeah. Be. Um, and also the, um, uh, what was it? The Razzie's website decided to change the name of the Bruce Willis award. Oh, Actually, did they? Yeah. In light of this news. I didn't realize they, they had a Bruce like, Willis award. Yeah. Uh, I think it was something new that they were going to announce this year. Or previously i'm not too sure on when or how long they've had one named after him but i mean uh, you guys are at least doing that in good taste and like with good intentions Mm -hmm. can you name five great bruce willis movies from the 21st century oh god damn you have to put that on it um all right really good really good good Die Hard Four is pretty good. I well, I review you. I'd put that. I'd put. I'd put that a great. Uh, it has to be the R-rated version, though. Oh yeah, I think that's the only version I watch. So I mean, stupid fox uh, idiots. I know. I know he's done some good stuff. Um, yeah. God, he had to put Twenty First Century on it. I could probably name you five from the nineties. Uh, <laughs> would, yeah. would you? Would you put Split or Glass in there? Yeah. I'd put, okay. split. I'd, put split, I'd put split, but I don't know. That's a stretch because he's barely in that. Yeah. I don't, but I'd, I'd, I'd give glass too because mm-hmm. it's it's not Ned Knight's worst movie by a long shot. His character yeah. was supposed to be subdued through most of it until they all came together. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I I get the clunkiness in when he was featured in that. Well, t- you could also consider Unbreakable because didn't that come out in? I, had two, I think that was 2001. Oh, was it 2001? Yeah, I know my 99. Oh, yeah, you know 99. 99 is Sixth Sense. Because Sixth oh, Sense was 99. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so Unbreakable, I'd definitely put that. Yeah, yeah, Unbreakable, yeah, I would definitely put Unbreakable. Um, 
What was the war movie he did? Tears of the Sun? Was that 90s or was that early 2000s? I did not see that. Uh, Tears of the Sun he, is 02. I, yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. We're, we're yeah. he's stuck at the camp, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's that 02. But I mean, I, I, I'm also a sucker for war movies, so uh, uh, good or bad. I'm, I'm I, right there with you. I mean, yeah, you could. So. It, he went when he was his best was the 90s like you can probably yeah. take hudson 30 hawk. movies from the 90s <laughs> hudson hawk number one <laughs> number one <laughs> i don't care i fucking love that movie <laughs> there's no guilty pleasure in that there's two that i put in that category that are from the 90s that and johnny dangerous does he have to be in it because i like look, look who's talking because yeah uh, that, that hey, one's good too no 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 oh no i I was just saying that and Johnny Dangerously, I feel, are on a tier caliber that those movies would never be. Well, I mean, if we're talking about Bruce Willis in the 90s, the one that jumps out to me immediately, I mean, would be uh, Fifth, Fifth Element. <laughs> Fifth Element, yeah. 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 Multipass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 12 Monkeys. Dallas, Multipass. 12 Monkeys was the 90s, too. Yeah, 12 yeah. Monkeys was that great. Was Dude, it seems like he made two a year, two yeah. biggies a year. I'm oh yeah. yeah. By the way, he made Pulp, Pulp Fiction. In, oh yeah, in, in, and yeah, Pulp yeah. Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, no, Sin City was also early two thousands. Yeah, Sin City. I just oh, buy that one. He was in Sin City. Yeah. yeah. All right. Whole nine yards. Yeah. Whole nine yards. Yeah, actually, that was that entertaining. Was, that was, was two thousand yeah. one. Yeah. 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 That was rather entertaining. I mean, mm-hmm. minus the Matthew Perry being so Matthew Perry. Well, I mean, that was the thing yeah. at that time. <laughs> that was, yes. Yeah. I, 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 I love being like 10, 15 years in the future, looking back at when Hollywood was like, hey, we can make this guy a movie star. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you thought you could make Matthew Perry a movie star. You star. <laughs> oh, here's one I always forget about, but I'm always happy when I watch it. Last Boy Scout. Oh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. That is a good one. Yeah. yeah. With uh, what's your face on... from Halloween four and five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that has a uh, Jamie Lloyd. Jamie Lloyd, that's her name. Yeah. Well, no, that's the actress name. Uh, that was like Jay- her name's her Jamie. Name. No, her no her actual no. That was the that was her character in uh, Halloween. I think her name is da- yeah Danielle Harris. Danielle Harris. Yeah. Danielle yeah. Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got myself all all tied up. Wasn't she in the, the Rob Zombie remakes too? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. played Annie. She played Annie. I was so uncomfortable that she was nude in that movie. It was so I was strange. too. I yeah. was too when it I first so saw strange. that. Somebody decided, my friend who I was watching it with, decided to wait until that part to go, hey, dude, you remember Halloween 4 and 5? I'm like, yeah, oh, God, that's no. her. No. Oh, dude, what the? What the? <laughs> why? Aren't you watching? Oh. No, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> that's just I'm not watching that. that. Turn is... this off. I'm putting Sesame Street on. Well, okay, <laughs> next scene. There are so many next reasons scene. to not watch those remakes. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail you with the Bruce Willis no. talk. No, 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 no. You're fine. You're fine. No, no. It was Rob Zombie's Halloween is what derailed. Yeah, yeah. I think I derailed it there. Uh, I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little concerned about. Well, about him doing uh, the monsters. I, I I am too. Yeah. 
Because right. I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion, and it's just a hunch at this point. I just have the sneaking suspicion that 95% of that movie is going to be monsters acting like white trash saying fuck to each other. Is he writing Jesus it? If he's Christ, writing it, we're be. screwed. If he is, then I imagine that's what we're going to got. He's got a good eye. He needs he needs to film other people's scripts. That, yeah, that's he, has the a, way. he has a great eye for horror. Yeah. A great eye for it. And if they take his story and just make it something else and yeah. he just lets some people do that yeah. who know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob, what is this fucking Southern fried 70s shit? You were raised in New York in the 70s and 80s. So I don't know what your infatuation <laughs> with this time period is, but. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. I, I, like, <laughs> I mean, I I like. I think the best thing whenever talking about Rob Zombie that I always compare is like, the, if you take a look at House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects side by side as two separate films, like mm-hmm. completely unrelated, even mm-hmm. though they directly are. Like, I think that. House of a Thousand Corpses definitely represents more of that like drive-in, like grindhouse cinema yeah. style that sure. is like that's more of a grindhouse movie than a film entitled Grindhouse. Sure, sure. Nothing against the movie; those two, I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily my favorite Robert Rodriguez or Quentin Tarantino release. No, but mm. I love that still, the car stunt in Tarantino. Oh, no, it's but, oh yeah, it's awesome. Mm. But not, not not necessarily. I would say like my top five. Still right. love it, right? But I think House of a Thousand Corpses is a better representation of that style of cinema and time period. Yeah, it's like, like you said, fair. it's a time period, oh, yeah. time like almost like a living time capsule of it. Yeah, that's fair. Would you and, would you say that um, uh, 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 that either Tarantino or Rodriguez missed with those films? No. No, they're just they're just they're, not great. I think they hit what they're yeah. going for. Yeah, they I mean, definitely yeah. hit with what they're going for. I, actually, I, I was just a little disappointed that Tarantino would do that the route of like that he took with it. I was kind of hoping he would kind of go more mad maniac. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually, and that's kind of where I felt that he would with it. So I didn't read anything into it or anything and. And Robert Rodriguez doing zombies, I was thinking, oh, this is a for sure thing. I'm going to get a slasher from yeah. Tarantino. And then, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> this is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, no. Kurt uh, Russell I, I mean, does this a was, great job it, in that movie. It, if this was yeah. made in this, I mean, it was cool to finally see Kurt Russell in a Tarantino film. Mm-hmm. I it, enjoyed that immensely. But. I just was like, all right, this, like, I mean, if this was made in the 70s, you know, Kurt Russell's definitely playing the Steve McQueen part. And that's kind of how I looked at the movie. And I did enjoy it, but just, I felt like, ah, I wish this would have been a little bit better. But eh, if you had to, if you, excuse me, I'm sorry. If you had to invest your life savings on the reputation of one of these two directors, who would it be? Quentin Tarantino. Or Edgar Wright. Oh, oh, mm. God, that's evil. Um, that is evil. What on them? Just consistently doing good stuff. Yeah, because I I don't know if you've seen Soho. I think Soho is his first 
pretty close to miss for me. What, no, Edgar Wright? I have not seen Soho. Yeah. Okay, I was about ready to say Edgar Wright. I, no, I have not seen well, Soho, though. Mm. You see, I would think about the things of what do I see being more uh, substantial in film than... Uh, and, and plus, Tarantino yeah. gets money. Edgar Wright never gets money. Yeah, he doesn't draw. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't draw. He does. To steal a pro wrestling term, he doesn't draw money. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't draw He's money. not over. <laughs> He's not Jeff Jarrett, yes. Well, he is Jeff Jarrett. I just Jeff feel Jarrett fortunate he keeps on getting the budgets, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got that, like, marquee name, so, you know. Fan mm-hmm. base yeah. will see it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Fan base All right, well, it, no if I switched it up, if I switched it up, to Rodriguez. Ooh. Rodriguez See, that, that's where Tarantino? It's, yeah. Oh, Tarantino. That's where I, it's really tough. Yeah, ter- I'd say, still say Tarantino because I would look at things that what do I hold more close within s- cinematography and film? And mm-hmm. it's definitely capturing a mood without having any actors in frame. So, like, <laughs> shooting, like, scenes and landscapes. And I think of, like, the westerns that Tarantino has done lately. And it's like, man, you got great use of that, like th- that that film that you shot in all those westerns, and like, it mm-hmm. looks gorgeous and scenic. And I, Robert Rodriguez, doesn't necessarily do those big, big, wide shots. I know, or he doesn't like to do those. He kind of just keeps oh, like, yeah, he, really tight he to the action. Director, he he, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'll I'll take it and and switch again. If if you're a producer if you're okay. ahead of a studio who do you want who would you take you Tarantino. Know, Tarantino. still yeah because rodriguez makes those those shark boy movies and and but do well, it, depends money. Money. It, it, it depends <laughs> on the picture it depends on the picture and what it is if it's something that we're going to sell to like the audience that's still pissing and crapping in their pants yeah <laughs> we could shell out a cgi adventure you know with like a animated clown with uh, a voice you know market put it on l- lunch boxes you know we'll we'll make millions if it's something <laughs> gritty that i want to or even something that i want for an oscar consideration yeah no i'm, I'm with you i'm with yeah. you i just think from a business studio, standpoint yeah Business think, and from a head of a studio standpoint, that from a fan, I just say let them have another grindhouse picture. Uh, no, no arguments yeah. here. Yeah. No, no arguments here whatsoever. Or only this time, let them like eat write the movie for each other. So like, Quentin Ooh. will direct Roberts, and Robert will direct Quentin's. Ooh. I like that idea. I like. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I mean, we've seen. I mean, we've we've seen somebody else direct Quentin's work. You know, a true romance. I would love to see. I want to see Quentin direct his version of True Romance so desperately. I do too. I do too. I would love to see that. But I mean, who would play who? I would only hope that he would get Christian Christian Slater back to maybe play, you know, Clarence's dad or even Elvis. If he got him to play Elvis. Yeah, that would uh, be great. I, I want Gary Oldman back. I don't care how old he is. He's well, Gary Oldman could probably still do it. He, he, oh, he would still want to be Drexel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a good question. Your the your favorite uh, Gary Oldman role? Oh, oh God. Mm. Oh, 
We could we could pick top three too. <laughs> mm. um, I, if yeah. I'm I'm going fifth element if I get three. I know. Yeah, okay. I'm going yeah, fifth, fifth element, element in my top fifth three. Element, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, tempted yeah, with top three. I'm yeah. tempted to put Zorg as one because Jesus, yeah. that's so memorable yeah. and memeable. I mean, <laughs> the, the uh, professional. I might yeah, the take. professional. Yeah. yeah, is definitely in there. Oh yeah, God, he was good in that. Um, I want to say his uh, role in, in um. Hannibal, because A, he is just, just like, he's obviously under a lot of prosthetics and everything. Oh, yeah, the just, makeup. Oh, incredible. God, I forgot he was yeah. that. He is under so yeah. many prosthetics. Jesus. Mm. But it's just, yeah, that, yeah, there's so many to pick from with him because he is just a phenomenal actor. He's oh, really yeah. good. Every role is yeah. different. Oh, yeah. I've seen, I haven't watched Churchill the whole way. I've just been watching clips of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm waiting. No, to he's find phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, but everything is like, oh god, it's yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, shit. I I, I even <laughs> like him as somebody with no no lines whatsoever in JFK. Mm-hmm. That's right, Jesus. <laughs> well, he does kind of have lines, but a lot of them aren't that audible. Mm-hmm. I'm a patsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah! God, you remind me of all the roles he has done because I'd forgotten about most of this stuff. Jesus. Yeah. I love how none of us said Sid and Nancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sid and Nancy, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like the 13 year old me. Yeah, sure. That one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, he's... he was a great, he was a great Jim, like Jim Gordon. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my God. How did I completely yeah. avoid that from my thought process? <laughs> yeah. I think you, I think yeah. you're suffering comic burnout, which even I'm suffering at like, this point. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, oh, we really need more. Dude, that, yeah. that, that scene from Dark Knight when, when Two-Face has the kid and he's about to flip the coin and he's, and he's like, uh, please, please don't make him suffer. Make me suffer. Mm-hmm. And and the line is, "I'm about to." And you're like, yeah. "Oh, oh, he means he's gonna kill his kid." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> it yeah. so brutal. It, it doesn't matter what that coin lands; he's still yeah. gonna do it. Yeah, I, oh. I was disappointed that we didn't get another tour of Aaron Eckhart as Two Face. Uh, yeah, because like yeah, that they... was just such a tease. Yeah, they they ended the story so well, but at the same time, it was like so little of it. So, yeah, it's like, yep. I don't know how you how you resolve that. <laughs> I think if you go if you go back knowing what we know now, you 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 make Dark Knight a little bit shorter mm-hmm. and and make Eckhart's movie the third movie. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you kind of yeah do something where they're yeah. Well, you essentially get like yeah. one night of Two Face. One. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I kind of felt like with Dark Knight Rises, like Bane's role was kind of clearly meant to probably be Joker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Take yep. away the League of Shadows and everything, and yep. maybe just like again, knowing now, it, yeah, maybe save Joker for three, but make two and make the turn happen a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. Make it actually be like the courtroom scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happened in the books, <laughs> but the explosion was a nice touch. <laughs> yeah, so sad. So sad how life yeah. messes yeah. with our fiction. Yeah, yeah. goddamn it, assholes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, God, I, I like just chatting with you guys. Uh, As yeah. do I. This, is, this has been a blast. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, what? Uh, I should look at next week's schedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> work, work, work. Oh, that's not what I want. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you interested in doing Sonic the Hedgehog too, Bobby? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. I, I will, okay. I, will well, go I know I'm going to end up watching it because my son will watch it. Yeah, I haven't watched the first one. It doesn't oh, it's matter. good. You should check it out. Okay. That's coming from an idiot. I, <laughs> I think it sounds like you like it more than I do. I don't. It's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> it's fun. I I used to love playing that game and how they got running around and getting rings into something that is story-ish mm-hmm. is br- magic as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So next week I have Sonic Pad Talk 2, uh Daredevil finish off the season and then uh something different, the Doctor Strange 1978 pilot. Hmm. I'm not even sure how to track that down, but I'm sure I can figure out something with the internet. Okay. <laughs> I think my uncle okay. probably can find a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know a guy who knows a guy, okay? I know. Yeah. <laughs> who knows a handshake. Yes. All right. That sounds like an episode. Uh, CP, right. it was great having you here. Thanks for having yes. me. It's been yes. a long time, man. We, yeah, we gotta, we, we gotta, do more. We, yeah, we really gotta catch up and and not be so every five years ish. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Let's work together semi regularly and then stop for like five years and then. <laughs> <laughs> How old are your kids? Forty. Yeah. How old are you? yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, your daughter's getting married. Okay, I, I guess we can. I'll go to that and we can talk about movies there too. I guess. Uh. Well, uh, it's good to talk to you guys. Everybody, listen. Uh, have a good one. All right. Toodles. Toodles. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go ahead and add some audio credits at the end here. Uh, the theme music you're hearing at the beginning and end of this podcast was uh, written and performed by George Johnson, a very good friend of mine. And my current Patreons are uh, Fel Martins, David Lara, and Lindsay Paynehurst. If you'd like to become a patron, go ahead and follow the link down below. Anything you can provide would be incredibly helpful to this channel. We're barely limping by right now. Uh, I'd love to make this my full-time job, but I'm miles away from that right now. So any help you could provide, just a dollar a month would be amazing. You know you want to. All your friends are doing it.